Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Strong Mamas and Macros podcast. I am your host, Natalie Guevara, certified functional nutritionist, personal trainer, and yoga teacher. This podcast is all about helping you feel your absolute strongest and absolute best from the inside out. And um, today, I've got the start of um, a little mini series. This is going to be a little bit longer, but to keep it to keep the episodes a little bit more <laughs> shorter and digestible, I'm going to break it up into a couple of different things. And so, um, this is a a popular topic, but also not a super exciting topic. But um, you know, if you're listening to this podcast in in real time, it's it's the end of September. Um, we're already in fall. We've changed seasons, and we're getting ready to move into October, which is you know the the first of the last three months of the year. It's when we start you know holiday seasons. It kind of kicks off with Halloween, right? So we're doing trick or treating, and then we just immediately jump into Thanksgiving and Christmas, and then all of a sudden, before you know it, it's a brand new year. Um, and so, you know, I always say this is a spooky time of year, not just because of Halloween, but because of how rapidly we're closing out one year, jumping into another, and, you know, what the end of the year always means, right? If you are on a health and a fitness journey, the end of the year means lots of temptation with with treats, with, you know, different holiday celebrations. There's a whole bunch of different set of obstacles and resistances. You know, a lot of people will tell me that they feel like summer is really challenging because of, you know, vacations and spending time on the lake and the beach and, and all these different social scenarios, cookouts and things like that. Let me tell you guys, that has got nothing on the holiday season. Um, so what I am hoping to help you with over, you know, the next month as we rev up into the holiday season is to help keep you focused on on your goals. Um, and so this is something that I've been chatting a lot with my clients about. I just did a whole community support call for my clients um, just last week on, on helping them, you know, really define what they're going to focus on for the rest of the year. And, you know, frankly, why it matters, right? Um, so, you know, goals can be super exciting when you're doing a goal setting exercise, when you're maybe journaling, when you're writing it out. But then when it comes time to this goal or half of a pumpkin pie, you know, what looks more appealing? What's more exciting? What looks like more fun? Um, and so, you know, being really clear on what your goal is and, and why it matters, why it's exciting, why you should choose it over the other shiny objects that you're going to be introduced to over the holiday season. But today, what I'm going to kind of start off with is, is talking to you about um, just the start of two habits that really can make or break your results. And these are incredibly important, incredibly important as we move through um, shifts and changes of schedules, shifts in you know, holiday things, all these different things. Um, and so these habits are incredibly important. We don't usually give them a lot of thought though, especially when it's, you know, here's the big thing. Here's the big thing that gets me with like fall and winter, you know, in the summertime, we, I, I said, I talked about this in the last episode where I talked about muscles. Um, but looking at, um, you know, our constantly looking at our bodies in the summer, it's almost a reminder of your goal. Um, you know, whether your goal is an aesthetic goal or it is to feel better, just constantly, you know, being moving and being, uh, you showing skin, showing your muscles, all those is a constant reminder. Um, but in the fall, we like hunker down and, and we're putting on our, co our cozy clothes 
clothes. I'm literally sitting in my cozy clothes right now as I record this episode. And, uh, but also the days are shorter and it's colder. And so, you know, a lot of things just kind of get left to, you know, whatever. Um, and so these two habits that I'm talking about today are deeply ingrained into our daily lifestyles. And, um, you know, they're kind of automatic, but it's how we start and we end our day. And if you kind of think about it, um, you know, if you're not careful, that can really shift in the fall and the winter. And, you know, where the end of your day might be, you know, kind of quick and just passed over in the summertime. In the fall, the end of the day kind of, you know, I see it get drawn out for, for my clients. I actually had a call with a client last week. And, um, you know, one of the things that she wanted to work on, which I thought was fantastic, was coming home from work. And rather than just sitting down and immediately starting to like, scroll and veg because she felt like she, um, you know, she'd been on her feet all day. So, you know, logically we can say, okay, you've earned some time to sit down, but what she's made the the connection to is when she sits down, it just kind of, you know, that's the end of her routine. That's her end of the day routine. She's just done. Um, and really coming home and, you know, just setting a timer and starting with five minutes of productivity. I thought that was fantastic. And, um, you know, just in case you're wondering what we kind of worked on is, uh, um, looking at her evening routine, um, was making those five minutes of productivity, her like setting things out to, to cook dinner. Cause she enjoys home cooked meals. She enjoys cooking, but she found when she sat down, um, she just kind of didn't have the motivation to get back up. And this can lead to four poor food choices and, um, or getting takeout or all these other things. And so you guys can kind of see how this could connect to ultimately you achieving results, maintaining results or whatever have you. So anyway, back to the focus here. Um, so I have just a few questions that you can ask yourself and a few tips for just making really, really small changes into your routine or if you don't need to make changes into your routine, um, a way to solidify them so that you can put yourself in the best position to, to own your goal, to own your results, and essentially just own your day one day at a time. Um, so I'm going to be talking about morning and evening routines, and I'm going to just start with this today. And then what I'm actually going to be doing over the next uh, couple of ex episodes is kind of breaking down morning and evening routines. And I'm actually going to pull back the curtain and maybe give you a surprising look into what my routines actually uh, look like. Everyone's always shocked when I when I pull back to the curtain on what, what I do. Um, but anyway, all right. So um, so your evening and your morning routine set the tone for, um, for how you feel every single day and every single night, even though these routines are kind of, I, I consider them bookends, um, both of them feed off the other. So, you know, um, if you've ever had your alarm not go off when it's expected to, you wind up waking up late. And then for the entire morning, you feel like everything has gone wrong, right? Um, I, I see this happen a lot, you know, as the mornings get colder, um, you know, here in at least in North Carolina, most states, uh, the time will change. And so it's like, you know, super dark in the morning, it's cold, um, you know, people will sleep through their alarm or they'll start to hit snooze and things like that. And then, you know, you're constantly just catching up throughout the rest of the day. This sets you up for making poor food choices. This sets you up for feeling tired and stressed. And, you know, definitely that's going to affect whether or not you're going to work out. And if you do work out, it's going to affect the quality of your workout. Um, so, you know, then maybe your nighttime routine gets thrown off because you, um, you know, stayed up late with with friends doing doing social things um holiday things this is a big one there weekend things or you know different kinds of events and this can make it hard to fall asleep or not get enough sleep and set you up for a not so great next day so both of these are going to really influence the quality of your day um which therefore is going to 
influence the quality of the actions that you're take, taking for your goal. So um, what I'm saying here is the your morning routine and your evening routine are the first and last votes for whether or not you're going to achieve your results, whether or not you're going to hit your goal or not. Um, and so this is why whenever it's possible, it's a good idea to create a super simple, that's the key, everyday routine that supports your lifestyle. That's the big thing. Um, in the next episode, I've, I've already sketched that out. I'm going to give you guys um, just a just a little uh, look at what it <laughs> looks like for me to create a not so simple morning routine um, and how that, that kind of like crashed and burned. But you want to make sure that it's something that supports your lifestyle and it's super simple. And so once you find one that's working for you, you want to keep it stable. And that's one of the big things here. And this is one of the biggest faults that I see um, people having with their routines is they'll they'll start to get really, really good, you know, at doing the routine Monday through Friday. And then come the weekend, they're like, oh, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm sleeping in, staying up late, just, you know, completely forgetting the routine. And that's a huge mistake. You want to keep this as consistent as possible for lasting results. It's the same way, you know, if you're tracking macros, you're paying attention to your food, it would be the same thing as if you did it, you know, Monday through Friday, and then the weekends, you just ate whatever you wanted and didn't care. Um, ultimately, that's going to keep you spinning, that's going to keep you stuck. And you're going to say, hey, this doesn't work. But in reality, it's not working because you're not creating that consistency piece, which is so, so, so huge. Um, so for better or worse, we want to keep this consistent. Now, I'll be the first to admit, I love now that I have such a solid, stable routine, I love it. Um, and it's something that I've really noticed has kept me grounded. It's kept me focused, you know, even on vacation, even when we travel, we travel for the 4th of July this past year, um, you know, different holiday situations where, where things can, there's so many things that are, are out of our control. And this is one of the things that was kind of within my control, made me feel good, kept me grounded. Um, and it's been so, so nice. Now, my husband, on the other hand, um, he works during the week and then on the weekends, um, it can be hard to get him up. It can be hard to get him going. And I find myself repeating myself over and over and over again, like, hey, Monday morning wouldn't be so hard if we could just keep up the routine um, all the way through the weekend. But you know, uh, we'll see if that happens Monday. So um, if, if, if routines feel like something that will restrict you, um, that they actually serve the opposite. And that's, that's what I really want you to get out of this episode. Cause I hear a lot of resistance from, from different women that I, that I work with. They, they say, they feel like they have so many different things that are controlling their schedules, controlling their lives, that if they start to create this routine, then it's going to be just more restriction on them. And it really is the opposite. And I've had client after client after client, um, realize this. And, you know, truthfully, another comparison, if we just want to compare it back to, um, we want to compare it back to, uh, you know, meal prep and food. Uh, we want, we can look at uh, meal prep as something that is giving you more freedom. It's less stressful and all these things where most people look at it as restriction. They look at it as um, just another thing that they have to do. And it's, it comes back to our mindset around certain things. And, you know, there's, again, there's going to be so many things throughout the holidays that you will have no control over, but what you can control is how you think and your thought process and how you perceive things. And so looking at your routines as something that is going to be more free, um, it's going to give you more, more energy, it's going to serve your goals, it's going to serve your lifestyle, it's going to um, serve your well-being can be a great first step in, you know, making it stick. And so 
And the right routines will help take away stress. The right routines will make your life easier. And the right routines are going to save you time and make it easier for you to make healthy choices. And that's what we all want a little bit more of. And so the trick to creating a healthy routine that you'll stick with is to not overhaul what you're doing now. This is what I see time and time and time again when I start talking about routines, when I start talking about habits. Heck, when I start talking about tracking macros is everyone feels like they need to completely stop what they're doing because it's not working for them and completely overhaul it. But I guarantee you, if you take pause and you look at the things that are working, there's probably more working for you than isn't working for you. And you just need to fine tune it and create consistency. I do so many consultations where uh, chat with so many women, work with so many women that, you know, come to me and they're like, you know, nothing is working for me, all these things. And what they really don't realize that what in what I do specifically in coaching is take a look at what we have and create a plan that's actually going to work with things that you're already confident and capable with. And, you know, not to toot my own horn, but that's really the benefit of coaching. Um, coaching is not to tell you to completely get rid of everything that's important to you, everything that you love, everything that you enjoy, everything that's easy. It's to make some of the more challenging changes a little bit easier and to amplify what you're already doing well. Um, so, you don't need to overhaul what you're doing. Drastically changing what you're already doing is just going to be more stress, guys. And, you know, looking at if you feel like working on routines is restrictive, if you feel like it's stressful, overhauling is definitely going to be stressful. But if you do it in a way that is simple um, and that it gives more time back, it gives you life, it gives you energy, uh, then it, it, it's going to be a very small changes. So Instead, look at what you do now, tweak your current routines, and look for what is working, actually working against you and what is working with you. Because here's the thing, when we are not getting results, we kind of feel like everything's against us, right? But what in reality is really happening is there's these little small tweaks that aren't working with us, that are working against us, and they're probably energy leaks anyway. But what we need, again, it's focusing on what we can control versus what we can't control. It's just another you know, example of how your mindset plays such a big role in your overall health and wellness goals. This is why of the three pillars of my coaching program, my uh, mindset is such a big piece. And, you know, again, mindsets become like one of those super catchy, like popular things, but it is so incredibly so incredibly important for your overall transformation. Um, I have worked with so many women that have had fantastic macro coaches. They've come from other programs and they've just not been able to get results and they've just not been able to sustain their results. And literally the missing piece was just some of these mindset shifts, which I'll be honest, when it comes to like the bigger picture, everyone thinks that making nutrition adjustments are challenging. They think that starting an exercise routine is challenging. But one of the most challenging uh, pieces is uh, overcoming limiting belief system, uh, overcoming, you know, mindset issues that are holding you back, keeping you stuck, um, keeping you from trusting yourself and believing in yourself. And so this shows up in literally every, every single thing that we do. So looking at what's what's actually going really, really well is the first place to start. So, um, you know, this is what I personally do every single day from in my own life when I feel like, you know, nothing's going my way. I'm like, okay, what is going my way? What can I do more of over there? And that's exactly what I coach my clients to do. So here's a big question. What is one thing that you can do tonight to make tomorrow morning easier? Just one thing. Here's the other thing. I'm talking to you moms specifically. 
all you moms are, you know, sitting there trying to make these long lists. This is what I need to be doing here. This is what I need to be doing here. And you're overwhelming yourself before the next day even starts. So what's just one thing? How can you simplify? Um, I, I uh, did a personal development seminar one time and um, it was actually Marie Forleo. Her, her, um, her thing was uh, simplify to amplify. Um, and that's kind of stuck with me. So what can we simplify in order to amplify our results? Um, you know, amplify ourselves. So, you know, maybe it's packing your workout bag and, and putting it next to the door. Maybe it's packing your lunch. Um, this is one of my favorite to do with my clients that are struggling with meal prep and struggling for, with lunch for the next day. Pack up your lunch as soon as you finish dinner. When you're putting away leftovers, pack your lunch. So, so, so easy. Um, and, you know, if you want a bonus, like if you're like, okay, I'm already doing that, want to amplify it, then track the macros of that lunch for tomorrow as you're packing it up. Easy peasy, saves you so much time, done. Um, or is it something else? What else could it be? Um, so go ahead and just look at, you know, looking at what you what you would be proud of in the next day. What's one thing, just one thing that you could do to make that easier. Um, and so the important piece here and what so many people miss, whether it's goal setting, routines, whatever, is they'll come up with a really great goal. But then we need to have an action plan to make it actually happen. So as I said, packing up your lunch, that's a popular thing that I that I work on with my clients, doing that immediately following dinner. Um, the Immediately following dinner is the, the trigger. So when will you do it? Is it right after dinner? Is it after you let the dogs out for the night? Um, your time trigger is an important piece of the habit process. So give it some thought. What's something that you do every single night? Um, so, you know, I have some nighttime routine pieces around letting our dogs out because that's the last thing that I do. And actually, when I started my new medication regimen, I've been notoriously bad about taking medication and I'll set alarms. And unless I'm at the medication, I'll just snooze it. Um, but that's one way that I was able to take my evening supplements, my evening medication. Medications. I would let the dogs out. It would be my trigger. Go do it. Um, so what is that for you? Look at what it is. And so, you know, you can even set an alarm on your phone to remind you. It's another thing that I do with a lot of my clients, right? I'll have them set an alarm, but I always have a second line of defense. So if the alarm doesn't work, what's the next thing? Because I know me personally, I've had to develop, you know, a second line of defense for a lot of things. And, you know, after a while, we can, you know, attach these habits to, to other things that we're already doing. It's called habit stacking. Um, and it becomes easier and easier and easier. So try it. I guarantee you it won't last long until until this new action becomes your an automatic part of your routine. That's how it happens. The simpler you make it, the more you attach it to things that, that are just automatic, you know, brushing your teeth, letting your dogs out. Um, you know, maybe you've created one habit that we have in our house um, is, is turning the thermostat down at, at, at the evening. Um, so, you know, maybe something like that, just anything that you do, what can you stack onto it to make a new automatic piece of your routine? So I would actually love to know what, what you're going to add. What are you going to do? What are you going to change this week? That's going to start to make a more solid routine. Um, and how is that going to be a domino effect and to help you, helping you get to your goal, helping you get better results um, and helping you feel absolutely amazing as we move through the holiday season. I cannot stress enough. I cannot stress enough when things get chaotic, having these little pieces of a, of a daily routine. And again, I'm going to break down more of that in the next two episodes um, can be such a catalyst for your change through the holiday season can help you maintain your results can help you to continue to get the results that, that you're seeking. So 
let us know in the Strong Mamas and Macros Facebook community. Would love to hear from you guys. Uh, there's a direct link on my website, www.updogwellnessandfitness.com. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you again soon.